Buenos dias from BA. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 2nd of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Thursday the 26th, a Miami grand jury indicted Venezuelan magistrate Michael Moreno for laundering bribes in exchange for helping to avoid court cases in Venezuela. In a statement, the Justice Department said Moreno allegedly received more than $10 million in bribes. The accusation ensures that Moreno could, quote, influence judicial decisions in Venezuela, unquote, by having the ability to designate the magistrates who tried the cases. Moreno was charged with one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, one count of concealing money laundering, and two counts of participating in transactions of assets derived from criminal activities. The criminal activities allegedly took place between 2014 and 2019. Nevertheless, Moreno is not the only one facing U.S. justice. On Friday the 27th, Gray Miller, jury of the South Texas Federal District, sentenced Venezuelan businessman Roberto Enrique Rincón Fernández to 18 months in prison. Rincón was detained by the U.S. government in 2016 for conspiring to secure contracts at Petróleos de Venezuela, or PDVSA, by paying at least $1.6 million in bribes. The same year, Rincón pleaded guilty to violating the U.S. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, aiding and abetting the violation of that law, and making false returns on his federal taxes. More international news on Thursday the 26th, the U.S. State Department reported a sharp decline in apprehensions of illegal Venezuelan migrants in January. In January, the number of Venezuelans apprehended at the southwest border dropped from about 1,100 to an average of 100 a day. The State Department said that this was due to the expanded parole program announced by President Joe Biden. Next up, on Tuesday the 31st, the Colombian presidency reported that the First Lady of Colombia, Veronica Alcocer, met with Maduro and his wife, Celia Flores, at the Miraflores Palace to strengthen the work between both countries and talk about cultural issues. During her visit, Alcocer was accompanied by the Vice Minister of Creativity, José Ignacio Zorro, and visited the National Center for Social Action for Music to learn about the national system of youth and children's orchestras and choirs of Venezuela and see the, quote, possibility of adapting it in Colombia, unquote. However, this was not the only visit that Maduro received lately. On Thursday the 26th, Volker Turp, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, arrived in Venezuela after being invited by the Maduro government. The United Nations reported that Turk met with Maduro, government authorities, civil society organizations, human rights defenders, representatives of victims' groups, and others to develop an official mission. His visit ended on Saturday the 28th. Following this news, on Thursday the 26th, Ivan Gil, Venezuelan foreign minister, asked Turk to help lift the, quote, illegal, unquote, sanctions against the Maduro government. The information was shared by Hill through his Twitter account. Moving on, on Friday the 27th, 
One day after Turp met with human rights defenders and activists, the armed forces detained the human rights defender, Maria Fernanda Rodriguez. Rodriguez was released the same day in the afternoon. Apparently, Maduro has been very busy lately. On Thursday the 26th, Maduro led the first plenary session of the Federal Council of Government in 2023. In his speech, Maduro ensured that, quote, step by step, unquote, the resources the country needs will be regenerated. Maduro also asked governors and mayors to be creative in generating income for the country. He gave the example of the mayor of La Guaira, José Alejandro Terán, who has encouraged tourism in the city. Another one keeping himself busy is Guaidó. On Thursday the 26th, in a press conference, the opposition leader, Juan Guaidó, presented a balance of the assets management as head of the interim government during 2019 and 2022. Guaidó said, quote, It is not true that large assets have been managed in the interim government, unquote. He explained that the budget used in four years is equivalent to one year of expenses in the Caracas metropolitan area. Even though Guaidó offered few details about these maneuvers, he said that the assets used by the interim government were always authorized by the deputies elected in 2015. In oil news, on Friday the 27th, Michael Worth, chief executive of the Chevron Oil Company in Venezuela, said that the recent change in U.S. sanctions on Venezuela allowed the company to increase production in the short term. Worth reported that production increased to 50,000 barrels of oil per day in two months. Some of the refineries went from 40,000 to 90,000 barrels of oil per day in this period. Worth said he was pleased with the increase, but considers that it could have been greater if it had better operating conditions and infrastructure. On Monday the 30th, PDVSA tightened the rules for shipping oil by requiring advance payments. Pedro Teletea, the new executive president of PDVSA, established this decision this month after allegedly several buyers did not comply with the payments to receive the crude. According to Reuters, the new terms consist of receiving advance payments in cash or goods for the country and must be received before Venezuela releases the oil. In other news, on Tuesday the 31st, the Corruption Perception Index, published by the NGO Transparency International, revealed that since 2017 the fight against corruption has been stagnant in the Americas and that Venezuela holds the record for the worst country on the continent. In the global ranking, Venezuela ranks fourth, while Somalia ranks first. A sad time for the music industry in Venezuela. On Wednesday the 1st, Venezuelan singer Marlene Arias died in Miami at 67. The information was released by comedian Rolando Salazar. The interpreter of, quote, Amame, unquote, achieved fame in the 80s with her solo album Marlene, consecrating herself as a musical icon of the time in Venezuela. To honor the upcoming International Women's Day, on Wednesday the 1st, the UK Embassy in Venezuela announced the opening of the second edition of its, quote, ambassador for a day, unquote, contest. 
The British government initiative seeks to promote the participation of young women in leadership roles. Interested women have to be interested in activities related to gender equality, climate change, human rights, innovation and the strengthening of democracy. The call will be open from Wednesday the 1st to Tuesday 21st of February 2023. Let's talk about entertainment. On Monday the 30th, on the occasion of National Film Day, the Municipal Council and the Chacao Mayor's Office presented the Municipal Film Award in order to encourage, promote and support Venezuelan cinema. Among some of the winners are Erase Una Vez en Venezuela, directed by Congo Mirador as the Best Feature Film. Best Actress Award went to Andrea Levada, Best Actor to Rolando Padilla, Best Fiction Short Film to La Radio, and Best Fiction Feature Film to Voy Por Ti. Good news for baseball fans. On Thursday the 2nd, Venezuela will host the 65th edition of the Greater Caracas 23 Caribbean Series. In this edition, the winning teams from Venezuela, Colombia, Mexico, Panama, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Cuba and Curaçao will dispute the trophy, being the first time that the series has the participation of eight baseball teams. The tournament will begin with a round of all against all. On the 10th of February, the teams with the most points will compete for first place, crowning themselves as winners. In more sports news, on Monday the 30th, the Venezuelan baseball team Leones del Caracas achieved their 21st championship in the Venezuelan Professional Baseball League. After defeating the Tiburones de la Guaira 7-6 in the 6th game of the final held at the Universitario de Caracas Stadium, the team remained the champion. On Thursday the 26th, the Venezuelan baseball player José Altuve was chosen as the best second baseman in the major leagues, according to MLB Network. Altuve leads a ranking in which the Venezuelans Andrés Jiménez and Gleyber Torres also appear in third and tenth place, respectively. In 12 years in the major leagues, Altuve has garnered a record of 1,900 hits, almost 400 doubles, three batting titles, one championship series MVP, two World Series rings, one gold glove, and attended eight All-Star games. So that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at Hasta la próxima. Thank you.